between us, do you think goes to the most conventions? Probably John, right? Yeah, probably. Easily John. Okay. Do you just not acquire swag anymore because you know it's a bad idea? Or do you have to contend with a giant bag full of junk eventually, too? I, I usually grab, like, the opening bag, but like I won't grab too much otherwise. Last time I went to East, I grabbed a bunch of El Shaddai stuff. Okay. Like, Paxes. stickers and, yeah. like, mouse pad or something? Like, what kind of stuff? Uh, t-shirt and posters. Oh, okay. I guess I just made mistakes my first two or three years, because I ended up with, like, a bunch of pamphlets and promotional comics for games I don't really care about. Yeah, you should have got more than that. Do you remember <laughs> Mushroom Men? Faintly. I remember seeing the case. I never played it. Okay. So I had a comic book for that. I had a Mirror's Edge one. To blob I also two. made that exact mistake with my first packs of just, wow, this is great. Look at all this swag getting yeah. like as much as I can. Developers and literally even like stuff. having my backpack collapse and be but so then then this year when I went, I was like, I'm not getting anything unless I actively want it. Right. So I got maybe like four things. Good. Yeah. I think I've definitely wisened up. This was mostly from my first two years. And then I threw like a handful <laughs> of things. Nice. Sorry. But yeah. No, it's fine. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> first year, what was it? I guess Fallout gave away some cool stuff. Like I have a viewfinder thing. Like it's like a, you know, you know, like those little like circular slides, slides with the pictures in them. Oh, yeah. you do literally mean a viewfinder. Cool. Yeah, they had a promotional one of those, so I have that, which I think is kind of neat. But most of that stuff. Do you have was... a viewfinder? Oh, it it's it also includes a viewfinder. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it was just it's here's like a the card themed one. Bring it's it back red. to your viewfinder at home. No, no. Um, although, yeah, they're just like promotional screenshots or whatever, but they have that look to them. Um, and I think I I don't know. I was more just amused by stuff I. Like, I was there for the beginnings of. Like, I have a Far Cry 2 plastic bag. I was like, ha-ha, I, I like that game. And this was part of their promotional budget. So, yay. But yeah. I just can't bring myself to throw away some of this crap, though. Like, Dark Void. I have a bunch of Dark Void stuff. I don't... Uh, you gotta just toss this stuff out. I know. Even, like, the stuff that I picked up at PAX this year, that it was kind of just thrown at me or something. Mm -hmm. I'm, like... I have, like, some, like, uh, Sonic racing transform buttons, which I'm, like, a day from just throwing them in the garbage. And being yeah. Like, I don't need any of this. I have, like, in a fact, Marvel I think I already button. did that. Fair enough. Okay, what should I do with, like, 20 Rockstar logo stickers and, like, 40 Midnight Club Los Angeles stickers? Why do you, Stick like, are them they all to a piece or? of cardboard and then recycle that piece of cardboard. Oh, that's it? Don't, don't set up some shrine or something? Just... Do you want a Rockstar shrine? I no. Wait, is this Rockstar Energy Drink or Rockstar? Rockstar, the the game publisher. Okay, because well, I do that. like those guys, but what am I? I don't. See, I don't... the thing is, I actually really like stickers, okay. but there's a problem in my life of I have nothing to put a sticker on. So right. I'll get cool stickers and be like, well, if I put this on like a binder, eventually that I'm not going to use that binder, and then that sticker's hideous. gone. If I yeah. put that on my laptop, then I'm an idiot because my laptop's ugly now. If I put that on anything, I probably will regret it, so I just have stickers lying around. Yeah. Like, I'd need a sticker album, maybe. But then, what am I doing? Exactly, it's like... Like, okay, this you... brings me to Get Glue. What are, what are we gonna do with those ever, Sean? How, you just have a box full of Get Glue stickers? I honestly just have those in a pile. But the thing is, actually, Get Glue solved that for me. Every time I now order them, they never show up. 
So oh, great. <laughs> they have cut me off somehow, I guess. I don't know. I have an order in the mail, apparently, so I'll find out if they're still... Every few months, I order another batch of them, and yeah. I never see them. Oh, man. Okay. Maybe it's all a lie now. Maybe they stopped printing stickers years ago. Maybe. Well, I'm assuming enough stunt. people just said, like, oh, yeah, I went to, like, every movie that came out this weekend. Mm-hmm. Can I have eight stickers now? I don't think people are that hard up for stickers. I bet Maybe there not. are people who are pretty into free stuff. I have many, many stickers on the way, I guess, but... Okay. That's... that's that's. I, I did throw away the bags, and I condensed it all down into one bag. So I think John, do you have there. a good use for stickers? Not really, yeah, no. Do you need really. some Midnight Club stickers? No, 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 I'm good, I'm good. Oh, okay. I have a bunch of fan gear ones, I'm still trying to figure out where to put them. I know, I have one fan gear one from, like, because I bought a shirt there, and you get a sticker if you buy it. Yeah. And it's a cool sticker, but it's like, I don't, what am I going to stick this to? Like, my door? Like, what? No. You'd be like, I, and I also feel like as I'm getting older, there's even less and less places where I'd even consider putting Buy a sticker. sticker book. Yeah, but, like, for what reason? The store your stickers. Yeah, just for stickers. So that for like eight years from now, I can sit down and look through my sticker book. Exactly. Yeah, it'll be like a scrapbook, but just stickers. So you'll have to think back. Yeah, to so it's where a scrapbook, but without very many. Like, I guess those are still memories. Okay. But... Or maybe we could just print out photos from packs and then make a packs sticker. You know, scrapbook. Wouldn't that just be a scrapbook? And now there's no stickers. Well, you put stickers around the edges to accent the memories. Okay. Yeah. No, thanks. Okay. I was just ideas, just throwing ideas out there. But, yeah. Probably more likely I'll just end up throwing them away someday. Yeah. But like, not I this can... day. I can't bring myself to do it. Oh, well, alright. Good luck, I guess. Yeah. Stickers. Mm-hmm. Sticker Star. There you go. Yeah. Mar- Paper Mario Sticker Star is a game top-down perspective. Mm-hmm. Smooth like butter. Well, John, I, hey, that, that I thought that works per, like better than a lot of transitions. Oh yeah, no, yeah we, we've had much, much worse transitions. Yeah, like, it's recent too. Like John may have even played it this week. I did actually. Oh, Whoa, look at that! Just fell um, right into I'm it. I'm the host, Sean Booker, on November 30th, 2012. So the year's almost over. Yeah, month is almost over. By the time you're listening to this, the month is over. Man, actually. Actually, I might actually put it up tonight. Who knows? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm joined with who? My who am I talking to? Oh, my name's Nathan Rohr. Uh, I'm from the internet. Uh, my name's Ricardo Montebane. You may have seen me in such movies such as Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan and Spy Kids too. Uh, that was a good one. My name is one as well, wasn't it? Mentino Montoya. You killed my father. I only remember him in the second one. He's the grandpa. He's got the awesome wheelchair. Or I you he was were, in the first rather. I swear he was in all of them, like, when, with the main cast. But maybe I'm oh, wrong. okay. I, wish I don't know who this actor is. Oh, dude, he's, he's, you know, Revenge is Dish, Best Served Cold, all that stuff. It's awesome. Nope. He kind of is pretty much almost directly responsible for killing Spock. It's crazy. Nope. Okay. It's a good movie. There was an island, there was this this dude. Okay, Lost. I've, I've seen that. I like that. Yeah, it was the forerunner to Lost. It was in the 70s. It was like Fantasy Island or something. I can't remember. There was some TV show that Ricardo Montalban was on. Let's continue. Let's, come on. Roll, roll past Ricardo. Let's, let's go. Alright, Ricardo. Uh, why don't you tell me what you've been playing? Okay, well, since I mentioned it already, Paper Mario Sticker Star. Uh, 
still going through that one. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, you know, it, it, the hesitation is, it does actually kind of get pretty tricky. Oh, okay. okay. Like, some That's of the, good. the puzzles are pretty obscure at some points. Like, it'll be obvious where you need to use a sticker, but sometimes the sticker you need to use might not be obvious, or you might have missed it in a run-through, so you may have to go back. Is this that just to navigate good. the world? Like, you have to throw a sticker down on something? Contextual? Not really, no. Uh, uh, like, you have, a, like, an overworld map. Oh, okay. I'm also playing this game, I'll just point out. Okay. Oh, okay. Just, well, but I'd like, both of you. I've played the first level. Oh, okay. So, can't talk a ton about it. Fair enough. So I think I think pretty much, every, for the most part, everything you need puzzle-wise is very obvious when you get it. You'll be like, okay, I... Uh, where do I, or I think the the trickiest one was uh, you're in like a desert and you need to find something that will stop a tornado. And I'm not going to say what it is because obviously Sean's point. Reverse it. spinning tornado. Ex- shoot, you know it. You figured it out. You <laughs> solved the mystery. But yeah, um, some of the puzzles are kind of obscure, but pretty much everything you need with like one or two exceptions you will find on your way, especially if you're exploring. If you're just trying to rush through the game, you may miss it. I looked up on like so I found this cool site howlongtobeat.com mm-hmm. and it as the name implies it tells you how long it'll take on average to beat a game Paper Mario was like 24 hours long the first like one the original or this one this one yeah oh. no I believe that that's oh it's crazy but then it also told me that Pokemon Black 2 was able to be beaten in like under 50 hours and I was like what and then I proved it right but more on that later. Okay. Uh, other than Paper Mario, I went back and played some of the Wii U stuff that I hadn't been playing through, so I played Scribblenauts Unlimited. That's in the mail for me right now. I see. Uh, if you like Scribblenauts at all, you'll like it. I've never played Scribblenauts. Are you still what? just getting star right? Is that all you're doing? Yeah, you're still getting star rights, yeah. Okay. But now it's like an open world. Hmm. So like, you'll go to a world area, and there'll be just a bunch of people who who will either give you full-blown star pieces if you can, like, solve, like, their challenge, or the, if you can just figure out how to help them. Okay. They'll get you a star right piece, and if you get ten of those, you get a full-blown star right. I mainly only remember the very first one, and, like, one issue I had was just things wouldn't behave the way you'd think they're supposed to. Like, you'd get a fire extinguisher, and then he'd just hit the guy with it or something. Like, it wouldn't do the thing. And everything <laughs> seems pretty straightforward for the most part. Like... Uh, you'll if you equip an item and then you like you'll tap on when you want to uh, use and it'll always say like use or attack. Oh, okay. So attack would be beating it with the item and use would be like actually using the fire extinguisher. Okay. Um, I haven't had any real problems with any of the puzzles so far. I had one that required a li- little bit more thought than I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was underwater and it said there's got to be a safer way to dispose of these toxic barrels. So the first thing I did was pull out a rocket blow launcher up. and blow them up. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, there you go. That's... That wasn't the answer. That, that actually yeah. did not give me anything. So what I ended up doing, I don't know how what their original intention was, but I I shrank them and okay. then ma- made them edible, and then I fed them to fish, and then that solved it. Well, there you go. That's... Well, now he's got a problem later on when those fish But he made them edible? They, they were already radioactive. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they're just immune? Okay. Yeah. Actually, I think, I think there was a small ever... man there, too. I think I fed it to the small man as well. Do they have the same issues like the first one had where you could just chain a vending machine to the star right and bring it down to you or use a black hole and jetpack or whatever, like those kind of exploits? Or I have not seen any like physical star rights you just pick up. 
Oh, okay. Everything so far has been like actual puzzle. Like, okay, you oh, need it's like to... a reward for a task that you have to do. Exactly. First. Okay. It, it's kind of more of an MMO type layout. Right. Okay. So it's not just navigating a space to get a thing. Interesting. So you liking it? Yeah. No, I'm really enjoying it. Um, probably one of the better games in the launch lineup, honestly. Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So I recommend that, and I also played Nintendo Land. Okay. Multiplayer, or just by yourself. Both single player okay. and multiplayer. Did you get a good? Which crew? one was better? It's better multiplayer. Yeah. Duh. Did you get more than two people? Yes, we had three. Okay. I imagine so, uh, that's more including fun. yourself. Yes. Okay. So what? Did you play it everything or specific ones? Most everything. We played Luigi's Mansion. That one's good. Okay. That one's also like three others. Yeah. Uh, the, the only thing with Luigi's Mansion and those like multiplayer only ones are just that you can't play them by yourself. So no AI partners, which kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. You can't because I know with like chase, uh, like the Mario chasing one, they'll just throw in like Yoshi bots. Really? Because I try. They'll, they'll do that if you have extra players with you. But I tried going into them solo, and they're like, no. Okay, I never tried going solo, but I just I played with. There was only two of us, yeah. So there was me and like two Yoshi bots chasing the guy. No, they're they're like recommended for two to five, and if you try to walk in by yourself, they're just like. Yeah, we can't do anything. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, we played that. We played Mario Chase. We played uh, the Animal Crossing one. So those are the three that are similar to each other. Yeah. And then we also played uh, the Pikmin Adventure one, which is actually really good. Yeah, I played the first level of that. I think we played the first two or three levels of that. I found the players playing as Pikmin have maybe less to do, but it was still okay. Yeah, especially because you can also just control them. Yeah, so I would be like busy doing something and just get called over. It's just like, oh right. Yeah, I, have I no thought power. that was kind of weird, but I don't know if you leave them to their own devices, they do good. Mm-hmm. They they do about as much damage as a normal Pikmin by themselves. So. A lot of couch communication happening. Like, throw me on top of his head. Thank you, and then bash away on the dude. It was pretty cool. We got pretty far. We also played the uh, the train that goes around the challenge train. Oh, that's actually a thing. I just assumed it was a tour of the park. I thought it was just like a. Like a party mode, like a yeah. No, that, that's pretty much what it is. It's like attraction mode or party mode. I forget what it's actually called. Yeah. So doesn't it? Ju- the, well, I didn't try it because I didn't need to, but I interpreted it as like we'll just keep sending games at you. Kinda. What happens is uh, if you go on with a group, you set how long you want to play. So like fifteen minutes, thirty minutes, forty-five, or an hour. Um, and then they will set you how many rounds accordingly. Everyone gets a score based on if they win or lose a challenge, and whoever has the highest score wins. So you'll end up you'll do multiplayer challenges like uh. What was one of them? Uh, we played Mario Chase, where they were chasing me around. But you don't get to pick which ones. It's just here's a, here's some random. Games well, well, here's the thing: like uh, you have. there are, they'll give you four cards. Um, the cards either represent a person or people, and a a game. So you get to pick if it's your turn. You get to pick who you play against, and in what oh, minigame. So wait, not everyone is playing at the same time. No, some people don't have get to play during certain rounds, but they get to bet instead. So they will bet on who's going to win the challenge if there's only, like, two people playing. And whoever, okay. if they bet properly, they get points as well. Okay. So, like, you uh, doing that, you do the single-player challenges, like Donkey Kong came up, Captain Falcon came up, stuff like that. So that's how you get to try out all the attractions that way. Oh, all right. I think I ended up, we played a half-hour game, and I won by, like, one point. If the person who had bet on the final game had bet on me, they would have won. Oh, okay. Did you play the Octopus one? Yeah, I actually like that one. What? It's not that bad. 
Oh, I, I just like it I, quite a bit. I, I, I can understand why people don't like it. Like, it does seem kind of weak out of all of them, but it, it was fun. My first time playing it, I had a blast, and okay. I think I got like well, that's good. 40 perfects or something crazy. I like rhythm I games, too. I think I too. got to like r- round two, and I was like, I've had enough of this forever. I got to the final round, and I think I choked on like the last or second last move. But I only tried it once. I, I, I went in because it was like, oh, it's double coins. I'll give it a shot. And I was like, oh, this is really fun. Okay. And just ended up playing other games instead after. I really like the Donkey Kong one. I got to. The I think. I think everyone says. How far did you get? Favorite. I got to the second board. Oh wow! Oh, so you beat it? Yeah. Oh wow! No, I didn't do that. I only got like. Okay, here. I'm assuming halfway down. I don't know. If he, it gets, here's like, the thing. Like you know how you have to go say Pauline, or like yeah. the girl at the end. You you do that, and then it's like okay, cool. Come back later. Come back later. She's not there. But if you beat it again. The board flips over and reveals a second board. Whoa. Well, I was always assuming that there was multiple boards. Yeah, but you have to do them both in one run. That's That's awesome. the worst. You oh. like you get your, your five lives and you earn one ups along the way, but you you that have to do so it all in one sitting. Dumb. Well that's like old school hard, right? Donkey Kong was hard, so it's mo- Yeah, there's modern. a reason things have changed. See, I almost I can almost do the first half without losing a life. Nice. I lose it on like the second last jump. I don't approve. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's fun. I do wish you could just do the second board by itself, though. Yeah. Like, give me the option to. Or if I want to do it all at once, I'll do it all at once. Have Have any of you... Did you spend much time with the Yoshi drawing one? Yeah, I, I did it once or twice. It was really fun. It does it never save that your progress, though? Or is that one... I have not gone back, but I am under the impression it does not. Okay. Gross. I got I to like board. Al- I got to like board eleven that. before I ran out of lives. So I thought that's what you wanted, Nathan. Old school hard. Yeah, maybe I do. Maybe I'll play it more. I don't know. It. it I definitely bet you'll actually like... play it less because of it. I don't know. I kind of want to unlock more park stuff. I have a lot of coins. I can get more trinkets. So I'll go do that. I find with those coins, I usually just end up getting songs, and it's like, well, I can't really interact a lot with this. Hmm. Like, I'll win, like, you got ten prizes in this one. Good job, you used 300 coins. And you know what? Eight out of those ten are songs. Oh, thanks. Anyway. See, I, I've i been barely getting any songs with that coin thing. I do love that coin minigame, though. It's actually pretty fun. Well, Plinko, everyone loves Plinko. Yeah, exactly. That's why everyone wants it on The Price is Right. It's true. Well, that and $50,000! What else did you play? Uh, I think that was it, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 sorry, because oh. I played Little Inferno. Okay, right. Is that On the Wii U? On the Wii U. Okay. What is that? It is the new game made by uh, the creative world of Goo. Oh, okay. Oh. It is... It's so hard to explain this game and make it sound good. Oh, okay. So you're fire. No, you are uh, a kid sitting in front of a fireplace mm-hmm. ordering toys to burn. Like, okay. okay. So you, you've just received your Little Inferno entertainment system, mm-hmm. which is just a uh, a fireplace you have in front of your in your house. So uh, you just you start by like burning the instruction manuals, and they give you a catalog where you just you earn money by burning things to order more things. 
And along the way, you'll start receiving mail from like the weatherman, uh, the the CEO of Tomorrow Corporation, the company that made the Little Inferno, and your neighbor. What, sorry, Tomorrow. I think it's Tomorrow Tomorrow Corporation. Made fire. No, Tomorrow Corporation made the Little Inferno. You so, said the Little Inferno was your fireplace. Yeah. So they made so they, they made, made the fireplace inside your house. Yes. Do you have, okay? Do you have to, I'm kind of wondering, like, when you're when you're out house hunting, do you need to like, can you pre-install this, or does it have to be part of the house? Like, the uh, contractor? They, they don't deal with that specifically. I, I'm under the impression, based on the fact that like you just ordered your little inferno. Is, what is it say. like a portable fireplace? Like, no, it's very, it's very big. Because I have like an an electric fireplace kind of thing that you can you can move around if you want. No, no. But the whole thing is like... You... Anyway, so what happens if you burn a bunch? I heard it actually gets interesting. It it does, actually. It kind of, it starts ramping up, like... I don't even know what that means, though. What? How do you ramp up? Well, I mean, like, the, like the story starts kicking in, and... It, it, it seems like it's just this weird little thing where you... Kind of like a sandbox-type game, but then they ask you to get, like, these combos. Like, burn these two things together, and you'll create, like, a combo. Like So what's the story to this? I can't say because it kind of. Oh, okay. Okay. The, the essentially, is the trailer shows like uh, the world you live in is getting colder and colder, so the idea is you have to stay warm by burning things in your little inferno. Oh, okay. okay. I, I'll just say I, I recommend it. It's like fifteen bucks. It's also on Steam. Yeah, I've seen. It's on Steam and Wii U. Uh, I recommend it. It's a very interesting game. Uh, yeah, it's, However, it's hard like, to describe is the only thing. If this thing. goes the way the world of Goo goes, it'll come out on the Nintendo platform and then everything else. Well, if it's already on Steam, then it's pretty much on everything else. Well, no, because like World of Goo, that was the Wii first, I believe, and then it's literally on like anything you can think of. It's not I, I on the PS3 or 360. Are you sure? Yes. Will it ever be? It might be on the PS3 now with the move, but I know it's not on the 360. Hmm. How does it utilize so, the Wii U stuff? Um, well, I mean, you just like you can use the touch screen, or you could use a Wii Oh, okay. And yeah, or you can just play the entire game on just your Wii U remote oh. if you want. Okay, so the standard gamepad. Yeah, so I keep calling it. Yeah, the gamepad. Please. Sorry, I apologize. All, you all right, Nathan, what have you been playing? Hmm. Oh, um. I ended up playing through, I guess, all of the main game of WarioWare Incorporated, Mega Michael Games. Nice. Which I still really like. I, I guess I never really played through that version of it, because I played the GameCube one, which has all those same minigames, but in a different context. So I hadn't seen com- some of those cutscenes and story bits and whatever with the different characters, and those were pretty funny. Um, but yeah, minigames. I like what Nintendo did with those. And it made me kind of remember I have WarioWare do-it-yourself. So I'm kind of thinking about going back and actually looking at that. Um, Is that the DS one? That's the second DS one where they basically didn't make a lot of minigames for it. They just kind of said... Yeah, it came out with the DSi, right? When they first did downloadable stuff? Yeah. So I'm wondering if the community actually did do some cool stuff and I can tap into that now or if it kind of fizzled out and... I guess I'll find out. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I like that series a lot. I think it's kind of Nintendo realizing... There's one being worked on for the Wii U, right? To some extent, but I think it's a lot more narrow. Like, it's like, 
they made ten wacky games instead of, like, fifty bizarre mini-things, you know? Is my understanding. Well, does, does like, doesn't, like, Rhythm Heaven kind of help with this? Yeah, those are definitely in the same kind of vein. I think it's the same people, so... And you could always just play Frobisher Says. I guess I could. So, I need you to should play Vita. Well, if you had a Vita. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not saying there hasn't been one in a while, I just like them, so... Yeah. yeah, and they all started less than a decade ago. So you know, good on you, Nintendo, for doing some weird stuff. I just like how little saying, like recently information they gave give you to do everything. It kind of just taps into your, you know, muscle, like just kind of gamer sense. You know, like you just have to figure out what's going on really quickly. Ugh. Gamer sense. It's like a spider sense, but you only get it if you play a lot what of games. What a horrible phrase! Don't. Ugh. Do you hate the word gamer again? I think no. The... Well. Gamer's not great, but gamer sense. What do you want? I don't know. It's like that thing you get if you play games a lot. You just know how they work. What, what, what do I refer to that as? Oh, anything but gamer sense. Okay. I don't know. Then I'll I'll think about that. But whatever. I Workshop like that. It that does Come that back to us? Uh, and then yesterday I started playing Sleeping Dogs. Um, but I only... PS3? I yeah, the PS3 version, because it was on okay. sale during... I guess Black Friday yeah. is just coming to Canada. It just exists now. I, I think it's officially... A We've thing, always yeah. had Black Friday. It's just not as big as... Not as big, but it's, it's well, just It's been more... ramping up more and more each year. Yeah, it seems it's starting to just infect our culture. No stompings that I know of. Like, no horrible tramplings have happened, to my knowledge, but it's getting, it's getting more rowdy. Um... So yeah, I got that. I don't know how I feel about it yet. It definitely I, not the greatest first impression. Like it just seems pretty general open world crime game, but without guns, uh, right? With more kung fu and stuff instead of guns. Yeah, but what that works in practice, like it's basically just a kind of simplified version of the Arkham combat system. Sure. Which is, you know, probably the way to go now. That's a good way of juggling multiple opponents and doing counters and stuff. But kind of just the same. Like, they flash when you're supposed to counter them, and then you do. And you, you know, hit them, and if you get a good combo going, a meter fills up. And Well, that's, that it's, you know, it's most games that have this are probably going to have that exact combat sequence. Yeah. For a number of years. Mm-hmm. Right? They definitely tapped into some good mechanics there, so I can see why people would borrow it. Um, the, I kind of maybe just don't like the protagonist so far. Like, you're supposed to be an undercover cop. It seems to be kind of consciously going after infernal affairs type business where you're trying to play both sides of the law, but you're supposed to just, inc- you know, infiltrate the triads and figure out what they're doing. But they let you get away with some pretty messed up stuff without judging you harshly. Like, I accidentally ran over someone. They're just dead. That's just like, oh, whatever, you lost, like, 15 cop loyalty points. And I was like, wow, I don't know. I figured... Well, it has to be fun, right? No. You don't want people to have to be, be driving fun, slowly. It shouldn't be fun, Sean. should be as harsh as the real world. And that would make it more interesting. That's what I want. No, wouldn't? Then it wouldn't be like a game. The first mafia pulled you over for violating traffic laws. And I thought that was great. So... Okay... It know. just seems like it would take forever to get to some place. Yeah, just like real life. Yeah, but I'm not... That's why I'm playing a game, because I'm taking a break from my real but life. I've never been a criminal in Hong Kong in real life, so why can't it be a more authentic simulation? Hmm? 
think about that. Okay, I guess that's a point, sure. If you want the real... I want the real experience. Yeah, I don't know. They, yeah, the game I want increasingly just doesn't seem to exist yet, so I'll wait patiently. Um, this one, I don't know, you punch dudes, there's cutscenes, there's gangsters. I, Are you just wanting, like, the game of life? I want, like the board yeah. game? I want a game to take The Sims and mix it with other stuff. I want to manage a character as deeply as possible, but then shoot someone. But then the game gets mad at me for doing that because you're not supposed to do that. You know what I mean? Nope. Okay. I'll, I'll figure it out on my own time. I also realized I did play Real Lives 2010, which I forgot to mention because it's such a strange thing. But um, have you heard of this? They, Idle Thumbs has been talking about it a lot. Yep, I listen to Idle Thumbs. Okay. Um, John, have you heard of this game? What was it again? Real Lives 2010. No. It is an educational game. Um, that basically just, you click go on it, and it rolls you a character somewhere in the world. Oh, no, no, no I have heard about this game. Okay, yeah. this is an old one. Yeah, it's is a couple years ago. Is this 2010 because it came out in 2010? I think so, or it might have even been okay. 09, like, in anticipation. I feel like there was an earlier version, too. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it's just kind of neat. Like, I, like the, I played two lives so far. The one I kind of screwed up, I accidentally closed it, I think, partway through. But the one I played all the way through, I was a dude from Turkey, and I tried opening up a video arcade there. It just didn't, just didn't work. It just didn't happen. So then I illegally emigrated to Edmonton, set one up there, and then I was a successful arcade manager for like 40 years. It was awesome. My wife was there and everything. We had two daughters and an adopted, well, not three daughters, I guess. You know, not to distant, you know, distant the other one. But yeah. I don't know. It's kind of neat how they just kind of use statistics from different regions to kind of come up with events that happen. Like, there were so many earthquakes in Turkey. It was crazy. Everything I've heard, which is, you know, just idle thumbs, it seems like you always end up in, like, a foreign country. And maybe that's just, you know, probability. There's a lot more countries than just Us? the one I'm in. Yeah, yeah. But, like, like I've never heard people. someone say, I, you know, grew up... I started a character in a place that was just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess I haven't just died from, like, I've, all the countries I've ended up in have been, I guess, Muslim countries, but they have healthcare and stuff, so I'm not in any real danger. What was your second character, then? Um, oh, my, my other character was from Egypt, and I similarly tried to illegally emigrate to Canada and lived in Toronto, and I was a garbage man. Because that's not hard to get. Both, I guess in both cases, though, like, education-wise, those regions, like, I just couldn't get into colleges anywhere because I just did not have the training, and they just don't let you do that past a certain point. So that was too bad. But I guess also it's supposed to just kind of be I hear garbage men get paid quite a bit, at least, you know, in Canada. Relatively speaking, yeah, I, I was pretty happy being a garbage man. It was it was not too bad. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, just managing your monthly budget in, like, this fictional character's life and kind of seeing the different socioeconomic factors that kind of dictate what they're able to do. Like, I just keep moving to Canada because I like Canada and I live here. Like, I could go anywhere in the world. Like, it's wide open to your decisions. You should try just going to, like, a worse place. And just see what happens. Yeah. It's like, well, it's cheaper here, but there's also, you know, no healthcare whatsoever and also not a lot of food. So great. Or, like, yeah, all the natural disaster stuff that could conceivably happen. I'm trying to think what, like, really the worst thing that happened was, like, 
Oh, I got burglarized how, a couple how times. Is, what's, what's, like, the UI in this? Like, what are you being presented with? Is it, like, it's a just adventure? A, it's a couple of menus, and they actually just kind of incorporate Google stuff in there, here and there. Like, if you just go to your country, it'll just show it in Google Maps within a window. Um, but, but yeah. is it primarily just text on a screen? It's mostly charts and stuff, yeah. Um, okay. And, like, you'll go to your actions, and there'll be, like, kind of four icons along the left and four on the right, and that's, like, your budget, your education, like, stuff like that. Romance, like, you can seek new romances and whatever. I guess there was, like, in my, the one from Turkey, early in my life, I would, like, my dude was attracted to another dude, but I was like, I'm not going to pursue this relationship because I'm in, like, a Muslim country, and I don't think they like that. And then, at some point, he just kind of switch teams and I was like alright that's socially acceptable here but I feel weird like it's like I'm repressing my dude because I know something I don't know it's just neat all the stuff they'll take into account like I guess really bad crimes and stuff can happen to your family depending on where you are but yeah it's it's a neat educational pretty sure, pretty sure pretty bad things can happen to your family anywhere anywhere but the odds are better depending on where you are. Sure. Like, yeah. there were fires and stuff in the Canadian cities I lived in. It's just they didn't affect me ever. Fires? With all that snow? I know. Edmonton, covered in snow. But yeah. I, I don't know if it was just something I was doing wrong, but once I illegally emigrated here, I guess that was a nice, neat lesson. Like, it's crazy expensive to legally go anywhere, so I totally get why everybody does that now. It's way cheaper. Like, yeah, just jump the border, dude. It's awesome. Um, but, okay. I don't think you can leave the city you arrive at. And I don't know if that's just something wrong with the game or something I wasn't realizing, but it kind of seemed to default back to as though I was a kid and I still lived at home on that menu. I don't know. It's hard to explain if you haven't seen it. But there's, yeah, there seems really to be some weird bugs here and there. But it seems to be a really small team made this thing. It's like through the. Where can you even find this? I just googled it, and it it's like they said the same thing on Idle Thumbs. Like it is an extremely sketchy looking website. Like it just doesn't look like a modern website in any respect. But it it's the real thing. Um, and you can play the trial that gets you three free lives to kind of just see if you like the experience. I might check out it. I haven't seen what the license costs like to actually just have it, but it was definitely a neat little thing. So, yeah. That is I'm pretty a, sure it's like 10 or 15. Probably. I mean, it's a couple years old education software. I can't imagine it's too expensive. But it I don't know. It just does some neat things. It's really plain in presentation, though. But I, I kind of respect what it's doing at the heart of it. You know, it's just kind of like just as best as it can. It's just like spend some time in the shoes of someone else on the planet. And sure. a lot of other factors that you can't control, just like real life kind of dictate what you can do, but you can still try to get out, you can still try to, you know, have your own story, and yeah, and it types up an obituary for you just based on things you did at the end, which is kind of a sad little thing, but kind of true. I think I was like, I, I just made it to 80, and my wife had passed away at 67, but I kept managing the arcade until I couldn't anymore because of, like, fibrosis or something. Because no one actually goes to arcades? I don't know, in this Apparently world... they do in Edmonton still. Apparently, yeah. I guess so. I managed At to least back in 2010. <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's a period piece already. A couple years ago, back in 2010. I don't know. I wouldn't even believe if their, that arcade manager could have been a successful career back in 2010. It wasn't well, like... they still had the ones in the West Ed back then. 
I'm not going to say I was, like, super successful living in a mansion or something, but I was able to make a living off of doing that. But, yeah. And I just wanted to. It was just a list. It was on the list. And, yeah, like, an arcade could exist in West Ed, but that's like saying an arcade could exist in a theme park. It's like, well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. There is technically an arcade at the movie theater, but it's not, like, no one... At least I don't say I'm going over to the arcade. It's not like Wreck-It sure Ralph's ki- arcade. I'm sure kids do do that, right? Yeah. Maybe. And then hang out in the in the theater. I got next, and he put a quarter down. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Boogie Burgers. They have a couple machines there. That's a cool local place. Anyway, that's that's it for games I've played now. That's all I've done. What have you What have you been doing, Sean? I've been playing and reviewing Lego Lord of the Rings. Nice. I like those movies. To some extent, yeah. I don't really like the game too much. Is it as simple as all the Lego games? Yep. In fact, I like I haven't played a ton of Lego games, but this one is stupid simple. Okay. Especially the boss fights specifically, they're basically all the same. Is a Balrog in it? Uh, yep. All right. Nice. Uh, which amounts to basically just kind of a quick time event to fight him while Gandalf is falling. Oh, okay. Okay. Because the Balrog's the one in the mines, right? Yeah, the big fire demon thing. Yeah. It, but it's made out of Lego, which that's, you know, that's cool to see. That's inherently funny, you know? Yep. Everything's made out of Lego. It, like, the it definitely captures Lord of the Rings, and they have their nice little quirky charm and jokes. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Does this one have voice um, acting? Yeah, it does. Okay, how does... It has lines just from the movie. Oh, okay, okay. And then if... There's also, like, side quests and stuff, because there's an open world in this. Mm-hmm. And anything not in the movie just won't be spoken. You just have to read the text. Um, which, those are probably the the best part of the games, because the story mode is just stupid boring and stupid easy. But, so, like, the best time you'll have with this game is, you know, you bring a co-op buddy in, and you're just goofing around. Yeah, I never, like, I played maybe an hour of LEGO Star Wars and came to the same, like, this is too boring to even keep me conscious like i'm just and like maybe a. this is maybe it's like well these are for kids and it's like well then kids i i think a kid would even get boring because like for example i talked about the boss fights every boss will have some kind of attack that like sweeps the area that you'll have to jump over mm-hmm. or they'll have some kind of attack that semi homes in on you so you just kind of need to keep moving so you don't get hit yeah and no matter what they will always find a reason to get their sword or their face or their hand stuck in the ground somehow so that you can deal like a super attack yeah i i think yeah just between this and like that whole series and what i've seen of skylanders like i just don't think developers are like they're just being patronizing to kids like kids can handle. Well, the crazy thing is, games. kids are buying them, so I guess they don't have to. But it's like, come on, kids, smarten up a bit. Or like, yeah, kids, there's challenging games out there. You could probably, you know, push yourselves a bit, play Meepo or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, come on, twelve year old kid, I want you to listen to this podcast so you know not to buy this game. Yeah. So the developers are like, oh, these kids are getting smarter. We need to make smarter games. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That that, that seems kind of disappointing. But no okay. online co-op. How is that not a thing? Have they done that in the series ever? I'm not sure, but how is that not a thing in 2012? I, I want to say they did that for Indiana Jones too. Okay, then why is it not in the ones after it? Maybe they just because and specifically doing it. with this one because you know Fellowship of the Ring and that you're sometimes walking around with like six other dudes in your party. 
if not, like, ten. I might be remembering that wrong. I thought in LEGO Indiana Jones 2 had some split-screen, or had some multiplayer thing. Maybe it was the, the dynamic split screen, but I swear. Yeah, because this does mind. have dynamic split screen, which actually just stopped working for me at certain points. What? Yeah. Like, we had it on, and, like, my girlfriend would come over to me. There's still a line right there. Weird. Just the weirdest thing. But anyway, so sometimes you'll be, you know, traversing around with, like, ten other guys because you're, like, a whole group of people. And a lot of the puzzles are like, oh, only this character can traverse this thing. So you have to constantly switch between characters a lot, which gets kind of really tedious. But, you know, if you're co-oping it, it makes it, I guess, half as tedious, because you can only go up to two people, which is odd. Um, but just online would have been nicer. But no, it's mainly just, you know, walk up here, then I'm going to make Legolas shoot the thing, because he, he's the only one with a bow. And then I'm going to make Gimli get tossed over the thing, because he's small, so he can be thrown. And he's the only one that can break this kind of rock. Then I'm going to get Sam, because he's the only one that can use his lasso or whatever, blah, 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 blah. So you're switching constantly, and the fact that I couldn't do co-op whenever I wanted to was just kind of like, no, you have to do this by yourself, or get more friends that live near you. I don't know. Maybe that was their plan, to make you go find more friends. Yeah, one friend I need, because, like I said, max two people, and sure, there are moments in that movie where there's only, like, two people together, or... Like, maybe three, yeah, two people together when, like, Sam and Frodo are hanging out. And maybe that's why they're like, we can't have more. But it's like, sometimes there's, like, 11 of us. Why can't four people be playing this game? The series has been around for seven years. The Lego series? Yeah. Okay. Lego Rock Band is the best Lego game. Okay. They have Ghostbusters in it. Yeah. The song. Rock Band Blitz is a great game. Okay. What else did I play? <laughs> you could tell me. I, I don't know. Pokemon Black 2, right. So I finished that this week. Okay. I had to, because I really needed to get that review finished, so I had to, like, break the thing of do everything in a Pokemon game and just kind of blitz it through the story. Mm-hmm. My, so if people remember, I mentioned this maybe about a month ago. Uh, I was like, it's kind of whatever. I kind of did, like, a 180 on that. Oh, Okay. So. It's actually, there's actually a surprising amount they put in here. And this is one of those, like, middle-tier kind of games, right? Okay. It's not, like, a fully new one. It's, like, you know, here's one that kind of summed up the other games. It'll have more of it while we're working on the new one. Similar to, like, Crystal and So this is clearly Emerald. an iteration, but it's still good. Right, just like Pokemon's always done, right? They came out with Diamond and Pearl, and then they came out with, like, the mid-jump Platinum. Mm-hmm. So this is what this one's supposed to be, Black 2 and White 2. But they, like, change almost everything. Like, the only things that are similar is kind of... Obviously, the format's the exact same. And your the towns look pretty much the same. But in terms of, like... Like, first ten hours, it's a new area, which is usually the same... Uh, pretty constant. And then you'll get into, like, the main thick of it. But there's, like... It's actually a sequel, so the story actually continues. It's not just, here's the same story again. There's, like, a fresh coat of paint on almost everything. All the gyms are different. There's And there are, like, for every town that you come across that you've already experienced, there's, like, a new area in between towns, like a new cave or a new forest you're going to come across. So it's probably the best argument for these mid-tier uh, Pokemon games I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Having played Black, 
I enjoyed my time with Black 2, and I could recommend it if you, like, wanted Pokemon. It's There's going to be something there to k- grab your interest. Which was was shocking to me. So, but yeah, Pokemon Black 2, Pokemon's still good. Give me a 3DS Pokemon game, please. How long do you think it will be till we get one? Next year, because there's always a Pokemon game every year. Really? I bet it's next year. That's my guess. They came that, out with... That's too much Pokemon, though. No, there's always a Pokemon every year. What are you talking about? Like, this is not new. Like, like a core Pokemon game? Every single year there is a core Pokemon game. In fact, you know what? There's usually two, because they come out with two of them, and then the next year they come out with usually one. But now, with Black 2 and White 2, this is the most it's been. But you, you can count those as one game, sure. Every year there's one. Plus whatever offshoots they have. I can't uh, confirm or deny I don't follow this franchise, really. There's no pedo- pedometers anymore. What are you doing? I can just Wikipedia this. Look it up. That experiment is so awesome. Wiki. Wait a minute. Are you still going on about the the Poco Walker? Yeah, that was the best idea they've ever had. It was stop pretty cool. doing it. Okay, here. Red and blue came out in ninety eight, yellow in ninety nine, gold and silver in two thousand, crystal in two thousand one. Oh, then there was a break actually, nothing in two thousand two. <gasps> the year of no but Pokemon. No, that was the, year, the that was the year the Game Boy Advance came out, I think. Oh one oh two. Ruby and Sapphire was oh three. Fire red and leaf green was oh four. Emerald was 05. Oh, no 06 either. Whoa. Shooting holes down in your theory. Oh, no, you are right. Yep, no, nothing in 06 and 07, but after that, the next four years, there was Pokemon. So since Pokemon has started, there has been three years where there's no Pokemon. But based Over on this the... theory, we're either going to get another Pokemon game next year or we're not going to get one for two years. The trend seems to go, let's see, three and then a skip and then one and then a skip. And then three, and then a skip, one, and then a skip, and now we have four. So they broke the pattern. This is for U.S. release as well. I'm not looking into, like, Japan, but... I'm pretty sure there will be a Pokemon next year. And it should be on the 3DS, considering the last two Pokemon games came out when the 3DS was out. Well, Pokemon Black came out just before the 3DS, but I don't know how that wasn't, like, a launch title for the 3DS. That would have been awesome. Yeah, I, I really don't understand. That would have been the perfect time for it. And then, you know, they make this sequel, and why isn't this one on the 3DS? So you can connect with the first one, I guess. I guess so, yeah. Well, no, because they've always done some way of connecting it with older things. Can the 3DS connect with the DS? Um, Yes, for multiplayer. Well, actually, e- any either way, they've always they since the DS games, they put an online trading system, so I'm sure that could work at the very least. Just online trade with yourself. But yeah, there 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 is an online, or there's a way to connect a DS to a 3DS. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I did a review of that. If people are wanting to read that, and Lord of the Rings. That's a That's comic book bin. Yep. Uh, and then. Just mainly today, I bought Super Hexagon for the PC, because that came out this week. For the PC? Yeah, a personal computer. It sits in front of you. Oh, wow. On a desk. Or your lap. A screen version of that would be crazy. That's what I have. Okay. Is that on the the Steam? That's on Steam. It's currently on sale until the 4th. How much is it? For $2. $2? Alright. It's cheaper than the iPhone one. You can get a 2-pack. 
<gasps> for three forty, and then you give it to a friend, and that's exactly that's what I did. I was like, "This is a dollar more. I'm going to give it to someone." Did nice. you? Who did you give it to? Friend, friend of the show. Okay. Because I'm sitting here without a copy, and now I'm wondering why. You have a copy. Okay, fine. I'll get my own. But okay. You have a copy of it. <laughs> I know. How do you feel about Super Hexagon, based on what you've seen? Uh, it, I I enjoy it. It's pretty good. Uh, however, my favorite song is in the hardest stage. Oh, okay. Which is kind of a bummer. Well, I mean, they got to try to get you to play it for for obvious reasons, so... No, I know, but it's just, because it's so hard, I'm kind of only playing on the easiest stage, so I hear that song a lot, and it's like, but my favorite song's on the harder stage, but if I go play the harder stage, I will die in two seconds, as opposed to, like, you know, 18 is my record, or whatever it is. Yeah, that game eventually just chewed me up, like, I don't know. Actually, I think 28 is my current record. Did you ever beat the first stage, Nathan? Yeah, I got to the third level, but... Oh, okay, so yeah, you're doing way better than me. At that point, it's just like, I don't know, it's twisting around so much, I just, I'm wondering if big screen would be better, or just like, I'm going to have a seizure on my couch, and that'll be that. <laughs> Super That's Hexagon. worth $2? You know, it might be. <laughs> I'm looking this up. Oh, uh, yeah, Super Hexagon, I just really wanted to try it, and I was like, $3 for the iPhone one, I don't know about that, and then $2 on the computer, I was like, alright, let's try this out. Terry Cavanaugh. big... Yep. I wish you could make the it in a smaller window so I could have something like so I could do I could multitask. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can because it's basically just turn it on and then pick your level and start or quit. There's no options. Anyway, Super Hexagon's a cool game. Uh, that's all I've been playing. We can go on to the news. News time. Not a ton happened this week. I'll say that right now. But what did happen this week was the Wii Mini was announced. Yeah. Which this was a weird story because this is Canada only. That, get out that's of here. the part I don't get. Why just us? Because we're the ones that don't have internet. Apparently, we all live in the frozen wasteland of the north. Internet can't get to us. Yeah, we barely have And Netflix already sucks for us, so we don't need it. Right. I don't know. But, like, you can't even access the shop with it or anything, can you? Nope. No Wi-Fi and what was the, and no GameCube backwards compatibility. Which, I guess, everyone's pointed out that's the weirdest thing ever, because apparently it's basically the same thing. So, they just... Fl- they actually know. have come out, come out with core Wii ones in the past that didn't have GameCube. Yeah, the past couple years they've been doing that. I remember that Europe got a couple of those. Okay. just I, For a cheaper price. My, I guess my understanding is just the Wii is like such a minor incremental, like it's based on the same kind of fundamental architecture, right? So it's just weird that they can't. I think it's more like the, the necessary physical ports and everything. Oh, okay. Like, it, like that, that makes more sense for the Wii Mini. Oh, that, you're saying like just controllers and stuff? Just like don't, just don't worry about that. We just won't do that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of surprised. It's like, well, if we take out the internet, then we can make it cheaper. But it's like, yeah, but if you have the internet on there, then people will spend more money. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing I wonder. Can you use, like, the, the wired adapter to use it to connect on That, I'm not sure. It's that, I don't know. Maybe. Because I, with that, actually, then maybe it'd be okay? Yeah, I don't even know if there's USB ports on this thing. Apparently, it looks really nice. It does. It looks real cool. It's a top-loading oh. Wii and everything. It's like a mini yeah, game. There's cube. only two buttons on it, power and open. So nice and uh, it's a hundred bucks. Uh 
yeah, and it comes with a red Wii remote and a red nunchuck, which that's cool. Uh, and the quote is, no information is available at its potential availability in other territories in the future. So yeah, I really don't know why we're getting it. I'm kind of like, who's buying this? Are either of us buying it? No, well, we no. have Wii U's, so why would we even bother? Yeah, and I have like, a working Wii. We, we, Same reason you have a Game Boy Wii Micro. U's, we... Why do you have a Game Boy Micro, John? Because it was five bucks. Okay, so if this is five bucks, would you get yeah, it? Yeah, if it was five bucks, I'd buy it. Me too. That's if probably. it was 25 bucks. No. 25 bucks, you wouldn't buy it? I'd, I'd mull, that, that's the mulling over point, because like, okay, in this, maybe I'm a bad example, because in this household, we already have three Wii's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, in my house, I have two, so I'm a pretty bad example myself. Dude, yeah, 25 bucks for, like, a funny GameCube-looking thing. Yeah, I'd probably buy that. But All right, 50 bucks. No. That's where I draw the line. But what if it was priced at forty nine ninety nine? No, oh, I'm saying twenty five bucks. That's the tipping point right there. Is the optimal? <laughs> that one penny. That one saves penny. me. Saves it. Hey, that's a marketing. That is. Scheme. That's a marketing genius right there. They make fun of yeah. that and they point that out in Mad Men. So, yeah, legit. Roger Sterling. It does look really cool though. I don't. I honestly do not know the market for this. I guess we'll see. Especially how Especially with the Wii actually, U having just come out. Yeah. The tested. Tested actually said a pretty good market. It's for people that don't currently have a Wii, but whose parents are afraid of the internet. And they have $100. For, like, for their kids. So it's like, well, I've watched all those, like, Fox reports of, like, what's my kid doing on the internet? What What is he going to be subject to? So I'll just get the one that doesn't have that, and then he can play as Mario. Oh, mm-hmm. great. So it's for families who watch Fox News. I guess so. And that's their only source of media because the internet's a horrible, scary place. Mm-hmm. Which basically means if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not buying this. Or yeah, probably not. But uh, yeah, I really do not understand. Like, what market are they like? We could hit that. We could nail it right there. We could be that group. I don't know. It it feels like we're kind of a test case, right? Because we're near America. We have we have to be. We're we're a test market. Yeah. Which, I guess that's kind of cool. Which is, well, it's weird, because usually Europe's the test market. Right. It's kind of nice. If this is the new trend and we get the weird junk first, I'm into that. Thanks. Yeah, this is this is a stepping stone to weird Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, we'll get weird chip flavors and stuff first. No, we won't. Okay. No one's going to buy this. Okay. I tried to... I, I want a Game Boy Micro, speaking of which. I keep looking on, like, Amazon... Like, 150 bucks. Like, they've become, like, a collector's thing now. Have Weird. they? Yeah. Like, the cheapest I think I saw was, like, 115 Awesome. So You did good, yeah. John. Okay. Well done. Yeah, you did, for sure. So maybe you got, that's why you gotta jump on this thing before they become, like, $400. Yes, I'll put it on the shelf with my Game Boy Micro. Yeah, there you go. You start that museum. Something tells me at some point I will probably end up with one of these, but I have a feeling it would be very far down the road. Yeah, I think you're going to... I would... I'm pretty sure you're going to end up with one as well. Which I'm fine, because then I can live vicariously through you. I'm I'm glad you, <laughs> that's the motivation you provide you this need. service for me. I'm, I'm living, All right, I'm next. living your Humble dream. Humble Bundle is back! Again! I swear, there's like one of these a week. week. Yeah. Yeah. Which <laughs> there's is something. Kind of great. But that's a good thing, because everything should be 
pay whatever you want because then I will get so much money saved. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Um, but this is a special humble bundle. It's not indie games. It's THQ games. Right. No, they're pretty indie. No, when's the last time you heard of THQ? <laughs> uh, they're they're a little tiny two. company, you know, man. Small little company. Haven't really done much. Yep. Just get, they're just trying to get their name out there. Yeah. Uh, they're just Windows only. Survive, I think. But yeah, at this point, I'm pretty. Yeah, they're. I think that's mainly the reason is they're almost bankrupt. So they're like, maybe we can get some money if we give them our old games. So there's seven games here. You, uh, Company of Heroes. Uh, some of those, I don't care. Three Company of Heroes games: Red Faction, Armageddon, Metro twenty thirty. Th- sorry, twenty thirty three. Which I already have. Darksiders one. Which I already have. And if you beat the average, you get Saints Row the third. Yeah. That's a that is a good game to have as the beat the average. It is, and I'm kind of wondering if they're going to do their usual humble bundle thing of a few days into it, they're going to give you more THQ games. Yeah, Maybe. there's still as of this recording, there's still 12 days left. So, hoping, yeah, maybe I'll wait on that a bit. You get the soundtracks, too, it looks like. I think I'll, I'll jump in on it, pretty much because, like, you get the I extra content it. regardless. Oh, yeah. right, I they got do it. do that, right? Like, yeah. if, you, if you fund right now, they'll just also be like, hey, thanks for doing that. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean like, I already like, if they add anything, they'll be like... On just consoles, though, so it's kind of a weird thing. Wow, you can just watch it tick up. Like, this one's really popular. It's already past $2.5 million. Again, as of this recording. That's not surprising. I, I think you can always do that. I know. This is just the first time okay. I've really sat here for a And uh, actually, if you look at the number one con- uh, contributor, mm-hmm. it is Jason Rubin, the CEO of THQ. Thanks, <laughs> buddy. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, apparently and, all his money went to charity, all 100%. Yeah. Which would have just been kind of weird if he put it to the developer. Just changing so like hands. Put, put this in not my even changing line. hands. It's like recycling money. Yeah, exactly. It's money like laundering. he's almost like he could just put like an, an outrageous money to be like, look how much I just spent. Ha ha. I don't know, but that went out of charity. I, that's just kind of an interesting thing of like, why did you do this? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, moving on, this was not a huge thing. I just thought it was a little interesting. Fourteen games are going in the MoMA. Yep. This is arguably the museum of modern thing, art, Sean. This is important. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I well, I've been to this museum. Okay. I have a shirt from it. All right. But you didn't get to play Pac-Man there. I didn't because this was years ago. Yeah. So. All right. I'm gonna list off the fourteen games going in there. I've only played six of them. Okay. Let me see which ones I've played. So we have Pac-Man, Tetris, Another World, Mist, SimCity 2000, Vib Ribbon, The Sims. Katamari Damacy, Eve Online, Dwarf Fortress, Portal, Flow, Passage, and Cannibalt. I've played eight. I I think five of those I haven't played. Okay. So you're at nine. Some some of those suggestions were kind of surprising. Dwarf Fortress? Really? What is that? I don't know what that is. You you guys haven't heard of Dwarf Fortress? I guess not. It's like an ASCII art kind of game. It's I don't know how to describe the game, but like Giant Bomb does, the Dave does filler on it every now and then. Oh, okay. It's an incredibly complex game, and it's really hard to get into. But if you can, apparently, like it's super interesting. So it's Eve Online, I guess, but by yourself usually. Okay. Like it's all about like it's kind of like a, a weird micromanagement game. I'm kind of surprised Flow is in there. 
I guess that of... was like the first artsy PS3 game, but yeah, I am. That is a weird. But like, like are they? Well, actually, you I'm know, more surprised about Vib Ribbon. That's well, a looking great at this list, though. That's so funny. I don't know. That's awesome. Looking at this list, though, I guess Flow would be the more the most artsy of the games, wouldn't it? Mm, Vib Ribbon. I actually don't know what Vib Ribbon is. Vib Ribbon is that uh, game where it's just like all linear art, like it's all black and white, but like the game changes based on what music you're playing. Okay, it's it's yeah, a PS1 game this. that like yeah. would change based on what audio you were playing. It's like a simple five kind of platformer thing. Uh, yeah, I think it was. I the... like that Cannibalt is there, and my I'm assuming that's because it was like the first big. Like mobile game, right? Well, like runner as well. Like it's real simple I'll, to look at. Like it's just it's, a man. It's a runner, running. sure. But yeah. I just remember when like iPhone games were starting to come out, I totally didn't care until Cannibal, and Cannibal was kind of the first big. Explosion. Is Cannibal the newest game on that list, or is Flow newer? Or Cannibal is newer. I don't know what Passage is. Cannibal's the newest because Flow came out a while ago. Yeah, Flow was pretty close to launch, if I remember. Yeah. So. I'm kind of curious about some of these. I haven't, like, I didn't know what Another World was. I'm just looking at it now. It's kind of neat. But, um... But I guess these are 14 games everybody should play. Well, Tetris is a nice inclusion, too. Like, that's a... But everyone's played Tetris. Super intuitive. Yeah, I know. But, okay. And no, I totally agree. Like, well, is, would anyone really go to this thing and be like, I, I'm going to argue this one? Like, like, this is not an important game or something? Oh, no, I don't know. Like, so, so they they point out in the article, like... The one that jumped out is like, what? How would they even show that? Is Eve? And I guess there's like a player, like a guided tour of it. It's not yeah. just there. They also list some other ones that apparently they're considering adding, like Chrono Trigger, NetHack, and Grim Fandango, and Mule. And Minecraft. Eek. It's an important game, John. Okay, it, it is, I know. I feel like Minecraft kind of is almost like the, like if Cannibal's the beginning of that story, Minecraft is kind of the end. Yeah, no, I, I can whereas, agree with that. Yeah. Whereas Cannibal, you know, started this big, very small indie mobile game thing, and then Minecraft was like, all right, here's how you get all the money doing this. Mm-hmm. At least so far. Why isn't Halo on this? No. no I think I think every Halo game should be on this thing. <laughs> okay. Call of Duty. I don't know. Let's move on. I'm Katamari Damacy. That's awesome. But anyway, okay. That's I'm glad that's there. Yeah, that music just Which playing sure is, in the museum. Primarily there for its music, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, last little thing: the first non-game software from Greenlight is on Steam. So if people remember, we talked about them doing not just games on there; you could put programs on there. Mm-hmm. And there are now five. I'm going to read them off on what they are because they're weird. All right, Bandicam Game Recorder. That's just a desktop recorder. So, capture software for your desktop. Sure. That makes sense. That's the right audience. You need a budget for... So, this is the fourth one. I'm assuming. It's a budget management software designed to optimize monthly personal spending with simple methodology. I have no idea how that... How... Why... So many people voted for that. Okay. Sure. What? Anyway. Construct 2. It's a game-making application. Sure, again. Uh, display function is just a multi-monitor organizer. Sorry, it's a that, what? 
It's a multi-monitor organizer. So if you have like two screen, two monitors hooked up to your computer, this will help you organize it. You can look it up. There's YouTube videos of this. Okay. Last one was Hit Film 2, which is a video editor. Sure. Nice. So I just really don't get you need a budget for. Maybe I should watch this YouTube video. It looks like it has a quirky art style. Maybe it's funny or something. Mm-hmm. Cool. So there's your Steam green light. That continues I to guess. be a project that's happening. I don't know. Something that exists. Oh, sure. it's not. I don't know if it's worth mentioning, but like, do you guys know what's going on with this War Z complaints? Do you know? I'm just gonna ask you guys. Aren't that you the one who knows most about this? What? Like you, is this does this relate to Daisy? Well, kind of. I guess is this, this the one right. that's like the uh, a full product version of basically that Daisy mod? I uh, I think this. I don't know. All I know is apparently people have been asking for refunds in droves, and it's been causing a bit of an outcry on the internet. I don't know this. I, if anyone there. would know this, you're the one who played Daisy, right? I I guess this this game has kind of been climbing on the back of Daisy, is my understanding, and the kind of getting in on some of that zombie money, but it's not made by the same people, and they were doing an open alpha type thing, and it's really buggy, and people don't like it. I don't know. wasn't worth... I I was hoping you guys could fill me in, but don't worry about it. I don't know. Sorry. Check out the internet for more on that. Maybe don't buy it. I don't know. I'm not informed on this situation. Let's move on to emails. I apologize. Questions, emails, all that. Yeah. Take it away, Nathan. Uh, Okay. Um, This is for John. Hey, John. Hey. I got a question for you. Um, you've been a long-time vet in the online gaming slash YouTube community. What is it that keeps you around? And this is by Junkie GS. Yeah. Nothing better to do. Nothing better to do. There you go. <laughs> no, really, I, I still I find it fun to do when I'm bored still, so that's why. Playing video games? Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, video games, that's a whole different thing. And he yeah. needs something to talk about on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. If, I, if I didn't have anything to say on this podcast, I'd, I'd just be like... I'd be the guy who just yells in the back, Emails! Yeah. Yep. But sooner or later, I would just take that recording of you, and then I wouldn't even need you. Damn it. Yeah. That's so. why they keep saying it differently every time. That's true. You could. Your emails? Keep me on my, keep me on my toes. Emails. Frobisher says. Frobisher says. Yeah. Frobisher says. Frobisher anyway. says emails. Where, how do people send me emails, Nathan? Uh, okay, they, they, they can send it on the Twitter. Uh, there's a Twitter called TDP Podcast. Uh, there's an at symbol in front of that. Um, that is fascinating. Oh, what else? Man, Frobisher. Uh, there's also <laughs> topdownrespective at gmail.com. Um, and then we also have a Facebook page. Um, that's one of the most popular websites, Facebook, apparently. It's still in the top five. So you can check that out. Um, I think that, you know, it's the, those are the best ways, probably. You can also go to Steam and stuff, but we barely check that. So I, I go to it. No one else does, really. Yeah, I'm, I'm always the player of the week. That's not true. <laughs> I should be. You just keep switching that to yourself. He keeps yeah. kicking everyone I, out when when the vote. I think comes it's up. set to no one right now, and I forgot how to change it to me, so I just didn't. Oh, okay. I should. I'll. I'll check on. I'll, I feel bad now. I'll check in on the Steam group. But yeah, that those are the ways to contact us. Um, Great game. game of the week. Yeah, games of the week. What what do we got? John. John it's a game of the week. Scribble knots. Scribble knots unlimited. Well, All right. Yeah, and actually, no. You know, what? I'm gonna change it to Little Inferno. Okay. Okay. Curious. Interesting. I'm I'm very interested in Little Inferno. I just don't think I want to spend 15 bucks on something I don't know a lot about. It, 
you know what? I played it for like four hours maybe and got like the full experience and I enjoyed it. But it, it depends on if you want to put all that time and money into it. I, I sat down and just played through it as much as I could. I loved it. Okay. Sure. But it's also it's, However, it's a quirky game. I will just... Right. And being from the World, World of Goo. Goo guys, it'll be in like the next Humble Bundle. Because wasn't World of Goo in like all of them? Up to, like the first three or something? At a point, yeah, I remember I that think, game was I all around. I think it was in the second one, but you might be right about being in the first. That game was also it. pirated a bunch, right? Like it was kind of like one of those. I, th- I think it was stories. one of the most pirated games for a while. Which was like, dude, know. it's like an indie game. It's like a dollar. Like, why do you gotta be a jerk about it? It's just like I don't know, just download. There's some there's some clever World of Goo references in there, and like Henry Hatsworth references and stuff like that. Huh. Oh, that's cool. All right. Oh. Nathan, what's your game of the week? I'm gonna go with WarriorWare Incorporated. That game's so cool. I really want to. Like that's one I'm missing technically. I I haven't. I don't own that one. I played it on a 3DS because it was part of the program or whatever, the incentive. The right? ambassador program. Yeah, the ambassadors. So I don't actually have a card of that. I might look into that. But anyway, yeah, it's a great game. Check it out. Because that was the Game Boy, right? Yeah, yeah, it was the, the very Boy first Advance. one. Game yeah, Boy I Advance. thought so. Okay. Uh, and I'll give mine to Pokemon Black 2. Okay. Surprising, like, latter half turned it around. Became real good. Well, it was, it was kind of like, the the whole thing just kind of kept getting more surprising, because it was like, oh, here's some new stuff from, like, the get-go, but it wasn't like, I'm sure there's not going to be that much new stuff, and then it just kind of kept giving me new stuff. Okay. Here's a question, I don't know if you answered or not. I heard a lot of people say that the new Pokemon are kind of useless in the game, and all the old ones are better. Uh, so the way I play Pokemon games is when you get that starter, you don't use any other Pokemon except as HM tools. And if you do that, you can beat everyone in, like, one attack. So I don't know. Okay. But that's how I've always played Pokemon. Like, I had one of my friends complain to me, basically, that all the, the original, every Pokemon from every other series but this one were way way stronger than the fifth series ones. Oh, I have no idea about that. They did, because I remember in Black, they made it so you can't access any of the other generation Pokemon until you beat the game. Mm-hmm. This one, they're incorporated, so I guess you could find that out. But, like I said, I just play with my starter, and that's it. Okay. And, John, what is, what is this week's uh, game club over at the Retro Kill Screen? Um, the one coming up Monday is Sonic CD. Okay. So start playing, everyone. How could people play that? Is that on any of the Mega Collections? It's it's on the P- PSN and 360 now. Oh, okay. And that is that hot soundtrack, right? Uh, I think it's missing some. It's missing the lyrical versions of them, I believe. Oh, okay. So Sonic, Which Sonic, Sonic Boom... was it? Sonic CD that had like that water dude, or that he looked like he was made of water. Uh you're thinking Sonic Adventure. Am I? Yeah, you're because th- his name was Chaos. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Was was he made of water, or what was he made of? Uh, he was pretty much water, yeah. Okay. So Sonic CD over at Retro Kill Screen. I'm just going to briefly say uh, Indie Talks is a podcast that's we're doing over there at the Pixel Response. I like it. And good old games. Oh, and we... Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Oh, just good old games. Uh, we did a Walking Dead spoiler cast we did. this week. That's true. I think that's up already. Uh, yeah, it's already up. You, it's So if you subscribe to this, you've already downloaded it. I probably sound angrier than I am, but I don't know. Just listen to it. You always sound angry, Nathan. I know, I'm sorry. Um, so full of rage. Yeah, but I, one thing I'm happy about, though, is, I don't know if you know, but there's Good Old Games, it's this cool website, and if you sign up, yep. you just get ten free games, including some Ultima stuff, so I was pretty happy about that, and I just checked, and they have another world, 
So I'm probably going to look into that. Look into that? Yeah. Your goal is to play these 14 games? Uh, you might be better off playing the, the updated version, unless that's what that's they have. That's what they have, yeah. It's the 15th Okay, then yeah, play that. Okay. But all right. Anyway, that's it. Public service announcement. Um, See you next week in December? Yeah, see you next month. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs>